Good morning, all, <clears throat> and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Can we say good morning, Father? Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you that you continue to provide us opportunity. We thank you that you do not place us in the box to be judged, but are ever willing to renew your mercy. You give us another opportunity to repent and to turn around. And that has always been your first message for us. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And you seek to bring us under that kingdom, which we will continue to learn today as we focus on the prayer that Jesus himself taught us, how to operate under that kingdom, that we might have that prayer answered, all our concerns raised. More importantly, we are able to intercede for each other. So that when it's personal prayer, we can say, the Lord is my shepherd. But when we bring together and for each other as one family, we say, our father, not my father. We thank you, Lord, for that opportunity, that grace to stand in the gap for each other as well. And the blood of Jesus is what covers us. We thank you, Lord. That you reveal your mysteries, your principles. That despite all our limitations, that despite all our weaknesses, we can pick that which you make real to us in the spirit. That which you highlight to us, the wisdom that you provide and the understanding of it that you open unto us. And we are able to use it as spiritual weapons. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to commune with you in the secret place. To be one with you in spirit. To focus on that relationship and build on it. So that out of that unity, out of that relationship that we have with you, we are able to grow in the authority that you provide us. We are able to grow in the wisdom that you make available to us. And we are able to grow stronger and closer in the image and likeness of Jesus himself. The image in which you first made us. And we let it get corrupted. Out of our fleshly ways, out of sinful thinking, and out of rebellion. We ask forgiveness, Father, as we turn back to you. We acknowledge your presence. In this prayer, in our day, and in our lives. And we surrender and submit to you, Lord, all those limitations. And we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, and our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. And that is what we want to tell you today as well. We trust in you. In the word that you make flesh. That you make real to us. And we release our faith on the basis of that revelation that you have placed on our heart. That the substance of faith might be formed. And out of that substance, there might be transformation within us in the spirit, but also manifestation of that which we have prayed for and released our faith on. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. Every time we commune with you in the secret place, that which only you can give, that even in the midst of all challenges, we are still able to experience that peace. Which nothing else on earth, no therapy, no doctor, no medicine can give. 
no kind words can give. And yet we experience that peace in our spirit. And we share it, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the one who is the preserver of men, the one who always honors his covenants. The Lord who is our strength, the strength of our salvation. He has covered our head in the day of battle. He is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. Now we can boldly say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, I shall not fear. And we pray in the name of his son Jesus. The word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The Lamb who from the foundations of the earth was slain for our sake. So that when we fall, it is His supreme sacrifice through which we are able to be lifted up again. And He didn't stop at that. He gave us His Spirit. So we pray in the name of His Spirit. The Spirit of the living God. The Spirit of Jesus. The Spirit of truth. The Spirit of freedom. The one who lifts us up out of the pit. Always willing to convict but never condemn. To give us another opportunity to rise and not to judge. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father. The hand of the Creator Himself. Yet as a gentleman lives with us, in us. Without trying to throw his weight. Only seeking to be a friend, an advisor, a teacher, a comforter. In all our times of challenge, a counsellor who seeks to teach us in the way we should go. That which is illuminated by your word only, never goes outside that word. The standby that Jesus spoke of. And he said, I will never leave you. I will always be with you even unto the end of time. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. That you have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we can legally authorize you to step into our circumstances and you authorize us to speak on behalf of your kingdom, where it is your authority, your government, that which is on the shoulders of Jesus that backs us, backs our statement of authority that we make and declare in the earth realm. We thank you, Lord, that our words are spirit and they are life when we speak in and through the Spirit, they are capable of bringing change and transformation. We thank you that you have provided us with every physical provision that we need for our lives, for our sustenance. That we shall lack nothing. And you have provided us and blessed us with every spiritual gift. That the plans that you have to prosper us and give us an expected end to be abundant and dominant in this earth realm. You empower us with everything that we need in order to achieve it. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are taking us on that journey and every day you are doing a new thing. Thank you, Jesus. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make. 
as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth today. It will not return to me empty, for it is spirit and it is life. But it will accomplish what I desire, because I speak it in accordance and alignment with your will and your word. And it will achieve the purpose for which I sent it as I release my faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose it every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today we continue to reflect on unforgiveness. The Lord added some more. He has more in store for us. He added more revelation. And the question he asked is, if you want to build a relationship with God, or for that matter, even maintain that relationship, can you build it on the foundation of unforgiveness? And I know most of us are already saying no. So we know that. So we need to ask ourselves then, why am I holding on to it? What am I risking there? We saw yesterday in Mark 11 verse 25, where it says, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. The Amplified Extension says, drop the issue, let it go. So that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions and wrongdoings against him and against others. It is conditional. Forgiveness from God is conditional to us forgiving as well. Let's look at another reference of the same thing. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 and 24. Now, Matthew chapter 5, Jesus was teaching about the Beatitudes. And then he used the analogy of light of the world and salt. He said, you are the light and you are that salt. And then he goes on to talk about things that will make us liable for judgment. thoughts, attitudes and behaviors. And he says, if you are offering a gift at the altar and there you remember now, see this in the context of Matthew eleven twenty five that we just read. If you are offering your gift at the altar and there you remember that your brother or sister has something against you. Leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled with them and then come and offer your gift. It's the same thing. If you do not forgive, then your Father in Heaven will not forgive you. But here I'd like you to ask you the question to ask you the question now, because it says, 
if you are offering your gift at the altar? When do you bring your gift to the altar? Who is at the altar? It is when you come to meet the king of kings himself. That's your prayer altar. And there you are bringing your gift. So he says, before you come and stand before me, before the king of kings, go and resolve that matter. Otherwise, don't come before me without making peace. That's what he really means there. So if unforgiveness prevents you from accessing his presence, what will happen to your prayer? You've come to the altar to pray, right? Then you offer your gift. And then you pray. And if he says, I'm not interested, go and make peace first. Your prayer is stuck there itself. Unanswered. That is why we say unforgiveness is one of the biggest hurdles to answered prayer. And are we making this mistake? Thinking that I might still offer my gift and get my prayer answered. He said, your heart is not in the right condition for me to even hear what you have to say. Heaven over you would be shut. So unforgiveness is actually poison to your life. God himself chose to forgive instead of punishment when he looked at us. Remember, Satan had no opportunity. Satan didn't have the opportunity for God to forgive him. Eternal damnation is his only destiny. And if God had chosen unforgiveness in our case, we would also be liable for that same kind of judgment like Satan. Hell would be our only destiny. Nothing else. And we've just seen what the curse of the law was in the last few days. That would be the life we have to live until the day we die. And then after you die, it doesn't end there. You're still thrown into hell. No salvation. But if he chose to forgive our sins, no matter how big they are, and take us back, then it is only fair that we too forgive others. That's how his system works. That's why he asks us to take the first step there. In every situation, it is always him asking us to take the first step. Even when you are praying, he says, you first release your faith, then I shall move. Most of the promises and blessings are also conditional. You first fulfill the condition. And that is why he gave us the parable of the king's servant, now the, the unforgiving servant. In Matthew 18 verses 21 to 35, and you can read it in your own time. I won't go through the detail there. I'll just briefly touch on it. The king's servant owed him 10,000 bags of gold. But the king forgave the servant when he came down on his knees and begged. That's a huge debt. Just like our king forgives our sin. And yet when the servant went outside and met his fellow servant who owed him only a hundred silver coins. Now what is a hundred silver coins in comparison to 10,000 bags of gold? It is not even compared to one bag of gold. Only a hundred silver coins. Very small in comparison. Yet he threatened him and asked him to pay back instead of forgiving him in turn. 
that is very much like us. We expect God to forgive and take us back, open up our blessings to us, no more thorns and thistles, we've had enough of it. And yet we go out and say, she said this to me, so I will not forgive her as long as I live. Or he did this to me, so I have cut off my relationship with him. And then like Cain, when asked, we say, am I my brother's keeper? How would I know how he is going? Why would I even bother? Small trivial issues, huge unforgiveness. And God is saying, your 10,000 bags I have forgiven. Have I not? So Jesus says in Matthew 7 verse 5, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. If we have made a mistake first, we should repent. And unforgiveness is also that kind of a mistake for which we should repent first. And then take corrective action to forgive, to release. Remembering that that forgiveness is not you releasing the other person. More importantly, it's you releasing yourself like we saw yesterday. Get out of prison. Get that burden off your heart. Then take your gift and go to the altar and offer it in your prayer. The only foundation we can build our relationship with God is on the cornerstone, Jesus himself. And that foundation speaks of love mercy, forgiveness and grace. And he leads by example, not just by preaching. So even on the cross, after enduring all that pain, suffering, shame, everything together, though he had the capacity to call 12 legions of angels and destroy everyone that put him in that situation, Yet he chose to say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Each of us have that choice today. Are you going to repay evil with evil or evil with good? Just as we have been taught. 1 Peter 3 verse 9. just as Jesus demonstrated there on the cross. If you are his disciple, you will do what he teaches. Unless you choose to say your teaching is rubbish, I will not follow it. Is that what we are subconsciously, unknowingly saying through our actions when we choose not to forgive? We are going against what he is teaching us. That is why we need to repent and turn back. We need to take that moment today and decide to forgive and let it go in the interest of our relationship with God. If you value his relationship more, then let it go. Let's look at what Peter teaches us in 1 Peter chapter 2. He says, therefore, rid yourselves. This is the first verse. The first three verses is what I'm reading. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy and slander and every kind. Envy and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk. That is revelation 
from the word so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. If you have tasted him, reject all these things, also put away unforgiveness and desire the good that he has in store for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we reflect on this personally in our own lives, with your instruction, your teaching for us, that which Jesus himself demonstrated in his life while he hung on the cross, taught us through parables, continuously is what you have taught us throughout the Bible. And we receive grace, Lord, for all our limitations, for all those situations where it is so challenging for us because we are so invested in that situation, in that problem, in that suffering that it has bore, that we have borne for years. I ask for that grace for that one that is struggling to forgive, Lord. Your grace and your love, fill them with your love, Father. Fill us with your love for all those situations where we are angered with someone and we are not willing to forgive. And let us remember our relationship with you. And that we value it more than that unforgiveness. That we value it more than any kind of sinful behavior. So that in the interest of keeping our relationship with you, we let go. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. For all families that are embattled, facing division and separation of any kind. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty, all kinds of addictions. And we pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends as well, especially those not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith in our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank Jesus. You. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sada <laughs> 
in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The image that was shown to me today as we were just praying was Jesus had fallen under the weight of the cross on his way to the cross. And the scripture I've been given is from Colossians 3, verses 12 to 14. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, lowliness, meekness and patience, forbearing one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And over all of these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 12 and 13, quoted from the NIV, where it says, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share those links for others to join. Also recordings. And you can share a link to the Telegram group as well. So they can post their prayer requests there. Also a reminder about this evening's Bible study session. This is the concluding part in our series on understanding the Lord's Prayer where we take a deeper look at the meaning of the words Jesus chose when teaching us to pray, the Lord's Prayer, and how to make that prayer more effective 
Praise and worship will start from 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, followed by Confession of Scriptures, Testimony Time, and the Bible study topic of the evening, approximately around 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can look up time zones for various other regions outside Australia in our Telegram message or the one we've posted on all our social media channels as well. And join accordingly. Let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. We shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell, for powerful reflection this morning. God bless everyone. Thank you, brother, and thank you, everyone. God bless.